Josh Podcast. Say hello to the people who care. Nothing's better than friends. The Nosh Podcast. Because you know that your friends are always there. Welcome back to the Nosh Podcast. We're here with a very special guest. But first, I'm Sarah. I'm Chelsea. I'm Natasha. I'm Phil. Yay, Phil! And we're here with like such such a special guest that you guys are so, so excited. And you've been wanting to hear about from him because you love him to death. Death? Like, they would love him until they died. <laughs> they, they, they died every week. Just out of love. We're fucking this up. We're fucking this up. Welcome, <laughs> no Justin! Yeah, Justin! Hey, how's it going, everyone? Thank you for having me on. I really do appreciate it. We're so happy to have you. We're so mm. lucky that you, you could join us today. Yeah, from the wonderful land of Skype. <laughs> <laughs> so, we wish you were here with us. We do. Like, Oh, that would be great. Um, <laughs> no, we do. Um, so, okay, a lot has happened over the last 48 hours. A lot of quote-unquote tea has been spilled on you. Hot tea, like right in your lap, I feel like. That must hurt. <laughs> How so, is your lap? We want to talk to you about all of that, but but we want to get into first just like your experience on the show and like we have some questions for you and we'll get to the drama and maybe it'll come up later on, yeah. but uh, yeah. if not, we'll bring it up. I mean, if you guys want to sprinkle in drama in between every question, that's totally okay too, you know? Okay, great. Right. Right. Like, I want to share the drama. <laughs> we just want to like make it worse. So, yeah. you know, we want to like be a real player in like how the drama is perpetuated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, please. Yeah, yeah, we want people to be like, you have to listen to the nosh in order to hear all that tea that Justin spilled. Put that all the yeah. We're using it as a marketing campaign, basically. Uh, we're not real fans. Just kidding. Yeah. You didn't say Perfect. that. <laughs> that was a straight face. Um, yeah. I didn't say that. All right. You were okay. excited about a question that you had. You want to start I was extremely that? excited. Well, that, it was a thing that I just was writing um because i mean this is maybe a little bit more towards the end because we need to hear a little bit more about like who you are how you got into the show but uh i saw that you were like studying criminal justice right now yeah yeah i uh i go to school for forensics is what i'm studying what? wow yeah I'm criminal justin and i thought i was really funny <laughs> <laughs> you yourself criminal justin or criminal justice justin i don't know <laughs> I I, maybe I should. Maybe I should, you know, change my hashtag on on Instagram and my handle. All your hashtags to criminal justice justice. That's like a superhero name. I feel like <laughs> just imagine Justin in a cape, like wait, dusting off. Justin, 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 criminal justice, Justin, Justin. We will write this for you. Yeah, Don't no, worry. definitely. Just uh, you know, work on it a little bit, and then I'll I'll put it out there for the masses. A little more work, but not much. Not, um, much, not much at all. We're your you, brand managers. Yes. Um. So you're studying forensics. Does that mean like you you want to be like a detective? Or you're studying like. Uh, I mean, I, I, ideally, I would like to be a lab tech, uh, just, you know, uh, maybe ballistics or um, toxicology are like my general interests right now. Uh, yeah, I just I just want to know what, if people were drunk while they were driving or if they got fucking poisoned by a dart or something, you know. Just, you think uh, that in order to be good at that, you have to try out all those substances that you might then be... You you may have to, you know, it's kind of like pepper spray for cops, yeah. Yeah, yeah I heard, I heard. <laughs> You like take something out of the dead body and you're like trying to ingest it. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's 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 one way. That's necrophilia, and that's not allowed. <laughs> a different experience. Sure. But... <laughs> <laughs> 
That could happen. That would be a good class activity. I'll talk to you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So just how does it feel to have the show be over? Like, what how, what are your emotions right now? So it's it's bittersweet, right? Because it's it's like a crazy wild ride when the show's on, right? You're seeing episode by episode. It's very exciting. Like Mondays were just so exciting to like wake up and like, oh man, we got we got the care package. We have like gifts and pictures, and then like the episode drops and we're the first ones to see it. And you know, just like everyone's reactions to it and your own reaction to it. It's like it's like. Christmas morning every day, typically, if you're, and it's good, (laughs) you know, and uh, it's kind of crazy to just like have that over now after so many months of like everyone being on board and just like, you know, being with us. It's it's crazy to have it over, but I'm, I'm relieved that I can finally tell people that uh, we won. (laughs) <laughs> yes oh, we won cool. thank god uh now when people come to my job and they're like oh i guess you didn't win huh when i'm like serving them drinks or something i'm like yeah we did win maybe i just like getting people drunk <laughs> <laughs> and then i can kill them and open their bodies and <laughs> how they died <laughs> murder the earlier we think we love him to death <laughs> Well, so the show's over, it's an ending. Yeah. Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings. Oh. I just made that up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so poetic. You might not know it. Um, actually, so then just as a dovetail off of Natasha's question, how are you handling like the come down? You know, because it's like Oh, this is the rough this is one of the roughest come downs I've ever experienced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, 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 I have some, I have some rave vitamins that I gave to Max. I can mail it. But. Please, like, I, I need like an IV bag. It's, it's so bad. Uh, no, it hasn't really hit yet because we're still, you know, we're on the highs of like the tea parties and just like the general flood of like um, people that like want more content, like want more of you and want to follow you and like you know. So it's still very much in the midst of it. I haven't. Ask me next Monday. That's when the full come down should be in effect. <laughs> yeah. Were you shocked by, like, when you went to the viewing party, were you shocked by how many people were there? I was shocked at the amount of people that stayed outside and watched the episode on their phones for the entire thing. And that kind of, like, dedication, that kind of, like, just commitment to support it was amazing to see. Like once I heard that there were people outside and they were just watching on their phones, I like immediately left the building and like went outside to like hang out with them and like do whatever I could to possibly make it better. Cause that's, that's just amazing. And like, I could never ask that of anyone. And there were just so many of them, like probably like a hundred people outside doing it. A friend, yeah. A friend of a friend started watching it only like a week ago and caught up on all the episodes and is like obsessed and like obsessively like listening to our podcast and like texting my friend about everything that's going on and he was out there on his phone he said there were like 400 people and he also was like please tell Justin that I love him I wanted to talk to him but he was busy being famous (laughs) I I swear I, I stopped like every four people and I was just like group hugs all around so I'm sorry that you know I didn't get to him unfortunately <laughs> you should have gotten in there like, yeah that's a little on really next time get in there <laughs> next time next episode just kind of going back to the beginning um we're curious just like why did you go on the show like what 
how did you get on the show? Like, what are the what's the origin story of Justin on Are You the One? Okay, um, and so I got out of the Navy when I was in, like back in November, and I immediately moved to New York. Uh, about a week, two weeks into being in the city, I went to a concert, and it was um, like an ED, it was Res. I know you know Phil. Yeah, it was Rez. And uh, during this concert, I was uh, behaving really bisexual. Like I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I was, I was making out a uh, guy, girl, you know. So um, someone approached me, actually the girl I was making out with. She's like, uh, yeah, uh, I know someone who's casting for the show and I think you'd be great for it. Um, so yeah, and that's how I got started into the process. Okay, Whoa. we are learning something really valuable here. Make out with people. Go to clubs. Go, go to, to clubs. Go Make to raves. Make out with people. Get famous. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a, it was kind of like a, a fluke of just, I don't know, <laughs> serendipity. <laughs> just just like being in New York. It was so like a New York story, you know? Like you, you go to the big city, you fucking strike something big. It was like comical how like movie-like it was. I mean, uh, I've been but, for four years and I never got on a tv show that's the answer that's what the was the venue where were we uh it's the brooklyn mirage but whatever they call it during winter time i totally forgot avant-garde yeah, yeah the mirage yeah yeah, no, it's a, yeah. so that's you had just gotten out of the navy and you were sort of like not sure what you were going to do oh well i mean i came with a plan i can't i've been planning to move to new york for a couple uh years now uh, and my plan was just to go to school, uh, get a job as a bartender and, uh, you know, stay here for five years until I finished my degree. Uh, and that's still like kind of my plan, you yeah. know, um, I had a job out of school actually like two months into it, uh, to go on the show, which was, uh, kind of like, it was really that and other stuff was definitely putting me on the fence about going, uh, in the first place. But uh, I don't know, it just seemed like an opportunity that I would be foolish to pass up. You know, I could always go to school if I wanted to. I can't necessarily always go back and uh, go on the show, you know? So I thought it would be um, something I would regret if I didn't do. Did you know what the show was? Had you watched it before? Uh, no, so <laughs> not at all. Um, when I was doing the casting process, I tried to like do a couple uh, episodes and a couple seasons. I probably finished season three by the time I flew out to LA for the final casting process. Um, and then after that, after I knew I was going on, then I started like catching up on all the seasons just to kind of like see what I was getting myself into. Wow. Oh, you didn't get to watch season six? Have you seen it yet? It's really uh, No, I actually haven't. I saw season seven. I saw season five, episode 10, because I thought it would be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and a, a couple of the other ones. Yeah. Did you have? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, yeah. Did you have any like expectations coming in the show, or were you just like, whatever? Like, this is just uh, a experience. Kind of that. Like, I, I, I didn't uh, really have like a full set of expectations, other than to have fun and see what it was. See, see, like what this entire thing was. See what this experience was. See who this uh person that mtv thinks is like my perfect ideal match could possibly be um yeah i i, I was just interested in finding out just a new experience and finding out everything behind the scenes and how things are made and what mtv has in store for me personally i guess 
Can we, can we talk a little bit about who this person that they thought your match was? Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, we love Kylie and we, I mean, we just like- We know her. Was there like a lot of stuff that was edited where you guys were interacting that we didn't see or like, what was, what, what happened? Basically what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I know it's like kind of just out of the blue and uh, Unfortunately, that's that's the case. It was reality TV, but like that part was like super real. Like we didn't interact at all. Um, so it's hilarious, right? Because there's only 16 people in the house. So you figure that you get to like talk to everyone and know everyone. And definitely the kind of person I am and that, you know, everyone knows now, I'm not scared to say hi and introduce myself and form connections, right? That's not something I lack in. Uh, but with Kylie, um, it was she had a lot of qualities at first that were the only aspects of her that I saw that were like a huge turnoff to me, more or less, right? So I, ah. it's not that I didn't form a connection, it's that I actively prevented a connection from being formed the entire time. Oh. Like, like if, if we were going in vans, I would ask to be put in the opposite van and just like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. So wait, what were some things that, yeah, do you mind really talking did? about it? Well, the only time I actually like saw Kylie or heard Kylie without like speaking to her on like a normal day, you know, where we're all like not drunk and intoxicated, uh, she would just be like yelling or screaming about like mac and cheese or she would be throwing someone's shampoo out of the, out of the showers or she'd be like screaming, like spinning a fan on the roof while like on top of a table you know and the entire time I was just like that's definitely not my match <laughs> that's Excellent. definitely not my match oh, right right but it was it was crazy like you know because obviously we just basically met the last day that we were filming uh, so we didn't really get to have uh really form like connections and figure out why but like watching the show back is when I really realized how much she would compliment me and I would compliment her. Just seeing all these things uh, about it, I had no idea of when we were in the house together. Uh, I would, like episodes would happen, I would just like text her, I'm like, this is why you're my perfect match. Like, <laughs> I think it was like episodes like when she's like being a little more uh, sexually promiscuous and she has to like come back and apologize to Carrie. And that's like a back-to-back -back episode where I'm doing the exact same thing and I have to come back and apologize to Max. It's like actually hilarious. And like seeing Truth Boost where it's Carrie and Kylie and me and Max, but we're not the fucking pairs. Hilarious, right? Oh, yes. I kind of want to go back and watch like now that I know Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely makes the experience way, uh, way different knowing the matches for sure. I'm not sure if this is like beyond what you're allowed to talk about, about the inner workings of the show, but can you tell us like what you asked for or what you said that you needed or what you talked about when it came to your first match or no? So I was like super vague. I'm, I'm, you know, sexuality is a spectrum. Some people lean like one side over the other. I'm like straight in the middle. I don't really have a preference. Um, I think I said uh, that a little bit more of a preference for a bisexual girl versus a bisexual man, but like that was like it. Uh, other than that, I was like, yeah, I don't care. I don't have a type. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like it, it's like that's basically what it was. So that's why I was I, I, as a straggler, it just like made sense that 
it would be me because I was like, yeah, yeah, it could be anyone. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry, everyone. Huh. <laughs> Were there any qualities though? Like, were you like, I really would love it if somebody was promiscuous like me or I don't know, um, like, loving, funny. I don't know. Did you ask? I, for I think I asked for kind. Kind, yeah. I, I asked for kindness. Uh, I asked for uh, someone who could provide stability and just like. Um, you asked for love. stability. Love. Yeah. And love. Oh, I talked over you when you said the most important one. Can you say it again? And love. <laughs> there we go. It's interesting. Yeah, Kylie seemed very kind. I feel like she was like very kind to everyone. On yeah, no, she's she is very kind. It, it's so sad that like I got this wrong impression of her the entire time, you know, and it prevented us from having uh, a connection, you know. It kind of surprised me that you say that she was like all kind of kind of crazy and loud and just like. I don't know, however you describe it, that doesn't match the picture that I feel like we were shown of her. Oh, yeah, well, it's not going to because, uh, like, she was yelling about fucking goddamn mac and cheese, you know, like, (laughs) that has nothing to do with any kind of relationship whatsoever, so, like, (laughs) you know, that's also another reason Carrie's mad, because Carrie was, like, she had to console her for all these fucking really dumb uh, bits that she would throw, and, like, (laughs) none of it got shown like that that aspect of like caring for another person in your relationship none of it got shown and Carrie's just like mad because it's about goddamn mac and cheese you know <laughs> Wait, so, but, but Kylie was I heard we heard that she cooked a lot in the house right was that yeah no she definitely did was, it, was her did you like her food uh no I was actually scared to eat any of Kylie's food uh I mean like when I did get it I would eat a little bit or whatever and it would be great or whatever but uh, no, I was just scared. Like she would always yell at someone for like eating her food, and I didn't want to be that someone. Oh, okay. So that's what. Okay, got it. I feel like we're really getting a good picture by asking every single person that we have on about what the food situation is. Oh well, I mean, if you want awesome uh, cooks, Jasmine made like this super sweet uh, meal like the first night. I think I think it was like salmon or something, and it was awesome. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, but since it's a good cook. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just awesome whenever anyone, like, decided to cook. I was just like, sweet. We don't have, like, takeout. <laughs> Who's Sarah knows a PA. Oh, yeah. I met a PA, Anna. Oh, Anna. Dope. Okay, I totally know Anna, yeah. We met her in Maine. Like, we were, like, at a friend's house together. Like, at this huge, like, raging party. <laughs> really? That's awesome. And I was like, oh, my God, you, like, made the food? Like, you ordered the food? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, she's super sweet. <laughs> All, all of the PAs were like they were great. Um, who's like your favorite person that you met, or like someone that you are really close with now from the show? Uh, favorite person, like not in a non-romantic sense, or in yeah, a romantic. Sorry. Yeah, like uh, just that you're glad that you met them and you. Your life's better because they're in it. Yeah. Not in a romantic way, though. Yeah, not <laughs> just in general. I mean, sure, romantic. That's <laughs> well, could be, too, yeah. but whatever. Uh, I, I would say Paige. We're really good friends now. Um, we talk all the time, and she's just like a really sweet girl. You know, like a really fun but sweet girl. Do you hang out with Rage together? Yeah, yeah I was uh, with them last weekend, actually. Oh, was that hard? Was that a hard secret to keep, or is it not really a secret? Like in your friend groups, obviously they're like hanging out. Yeah, I mean everyone from the everyone from the cast knows. Uh, I knew for you know the entire time. Um, yeah. no, <laughs> rage like we were all buddies at the party. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's not. It's not a hard secret, okay? It, it it goes in line with everything else from the show. So I, I'm pretty used to like keeping secrets. So. <laughs> wow. What other secrets do you have? Oh, I have I have plenty. I have plenty. But uh, if you want to ask about some of them, you totally can. Yeah. Well, are you romantically with? interested or with anyone from the show no right or... uh no not currently right now i'm not uh like like pursuing relationships no definitely not are you like sleeping with anyone from the show <laughs> wow i mean yeah i guess i i guess i am uh like i do pursue kind of like romantically uh like carrie for instance we we like hang out all the time uh, but it's it's not something that like I want a relationship right now. I really don't actually. Uh, but yeah, Can you talk about that thing a little bit. Not necessarily with Carrie, but this is like my biggest question about you this whole season. Uh-huh. And also, I just think in general, this concept of like really like caring some for somebody and wanting somebody, but not really wanting to be in a relationship, like. Uh, and also like the idea of like monogamy versus polyamory like are some people really just polyamorous and fluid and love to just like always be free with whatever and whomever or do you think that if like if you are still feeling polyamorous and exploratory that maybe you just haven't found your one person your perfect match like I don't know there are these these are maybe different aspects but it's all kind of related to this whole thing of like you kept saying like that you wanted to explore different people mm-hmm. and then people would sort of like paint you as like somebody who just needed to like work on himself or like oh like he he said he's going to be better or something and it's like well maybe there's not anything wrong or <laughs> like you know like I think society really um like uh what do you want to say like upholds even just the idea of like are you the one we have one perfect match right there's this idea in society that there's this one person for us um I don't know I wonder if you just to kind of talk about that maybe it's a couple of different things at once but like what's coming to mind as we bring up those aspects I mean absolutely um so polyamory is like it's it's a thing and there's people that are just naturally polyamorous I assume like it, they just can't be in a mon- monogamous relationship and they don't want to be in a monogamous relationship um you know and it's all become if you go into the world of polyamory it's all based on like being ethical and open communication and just abiding by a set of uh, rules that you and your partners established for yourselves uh i've tried polyamorous relationships in the past um and uh, unfortunately, in my most recent polyamorous relationship, it didn't exactly work out well. Uh, and that was due to like communication and me not being exactly super comfortable with a lot of things, um, as I would like to be, um, unfortunately. But uh, I and don't think like that... The oh. was, like the other person was like not being like communicative about other relationships or something? or uh, it, it was just a lot of insecurities on my end. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just wasn't emotionally mature enough to handle it at that time, uh, which is unfortunate, but, uh, it happens, you know, um, but I, I don't think that, um, in every case, if Stone wants to be more polyamorous, uh, that it means that it's like something that they need to work on towards monogamy. That's not, it's not really like monogamy is not like 
the pinnacle of relationships, you know? Yeah. It, it, it all just depends on what works for you and what works for your partners and what you want out of uh, your love life. And right now you just feel like you don't want to be committed to one person. Uh, yeah, I would definitely say that. Um, right now I just, I, I feel like uh, I need to take a little bit of a backseat, a little, little less um, investment on my end and other people and other people's end in me uh, would be a little easier <laughs> for right now. Yeah, like maybe if you could not have like a whole hashtag about like your relationship and like fans <laughs> with Twitter pages dedicated to your relationship. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. Like if I could just chill out for a couple of months, maybe, and uh, just let love find me again, you know? Oh, Thank you. Um, did you like learn, like what did you what, did anything surprise you about being on the show like during your experience in it or like either something outside of you or like what you learned about yourself yes <laughs> yes very much so uh, and the entire experience was not at all what I expected it to be uh, it was very uh, challenging internally uh, emotionally it forced me to uh, grapple with a lot of things that I was dealing with in life and uh, my relationships with various people uh, up until that point. Um, so yeah, it was definitely like a inner awakening as to how my actions affect other people and actually having to witness those effects and see it every day. Um, it definitely was a game changer uh, for just me and my life. You feel like this show captured like they're edited of you pretty well like do you feel like anything was not the way they presented it or do you feel like it's pretty on point with how you were throughout the time uh i would say that um i'm not super like cold <laughs> I'm, I'm not as cold as uh i think that they portrayed uh, i'm a little more uh, warm i like to think i'm a little more bubbly uh i laugh i have fun you know uh, and I just felt like my entire time there was just like very, I'm chasing someone else and I don't care about your feelings and I'm gonna do what I want, you know, so that's kind of unfortunate, but I mean, you know, it all happened. It's all footage, right? So. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I was gonna ask, um, so it, how was it like watching, you know, watching the show and you started your attraction to Noor, and then it moved on to <laughs> Max was next, right? And then there Amber. And then Amber. Yeah. Oh, Asia too. Yeah, yeah. All over the place. But just what was that like? Because I bet that would have been so surreal. I don't know. Like me. watching it or being in it? Yeah. What, uh, watching it back um, and, uh, Everyone is such a different person. I just thought that was really interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the more interesting aspects, right? You just, like, kind of want to know everyone who's in the house. Like, you know what the casting process is like. You know what kind of, like, footage and stuff you have to submit. So to get casted on the show, you know, you know, at the very least, they're interesting, right? So it was just exciting to be able to have that um, guise of, like, free reign, right? You could pursue anyone, and, like, that's the whole reason you're there. So it was it was sweet to capitalize on that and just like meet all these awesome people that you're just interested in and you could you know it it wasn't like it was um, restricted like it necessarily would be in real life. And they're all super hot. 
everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As we learned, we just keep learning like in real life, everyone's hotter. <laughs> so you yeah. just have this house of hot people. They're all DTF. Everyone's looking for their perfect <laughs> yeah. match. And you just want to you know, do something with everyone. Well, speaking of that, like the fact that there wasn't more sex, at least portrayed, was kind of interesting. Um, and we heard that there might be some things that were cut out from the, the Boom Boom Room. And I just oh, wanted right. everyone to spill about any other moments we might not have seen, especially because there's no reunion show coming. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, there's like a ton of hookups, even like on the first day, <laughs> you know, uh, you see Danny and Remy hooked up like the first day. And unfortunately, you guys didn't see that. Oh, um, how would they not show that? Are we, you're talking about the threesome they had or the two no, of them? Danny? No, yeah, just the two of them. Oh, Danny and Remy. They didn't I want to be part I, of the narrative. Yeah, yeah. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't have made sense. Danny's whole, what was me? No one is paying attention <laughs> <Yeah>. to me. <laughs> Storyline. Right. True. That's true. That's true. Exactly. And um, there was a night where, like, the boom boom was taken, I think, uh, is, like, the reasoning. So there were, like, three couples hooking up in the regular bedroom uh, oh. at the same time, which oh, is kind of funny. Danny, when Danny met us, he, we were like, he was like, oh, we didn't see any of that on tv we talked about like people oh, yeah. sleeping together well, who were who were the three couples yeah. that you just mentioned so it was uh rage um it was kylie and amber who and amber <laughs> kylie and then uh carrie and i wow, wow. wait how, how late in the game was this pretty pre uh i would say like episode nine that's just it's like during those like a couple of days that me and Carrie were like talking. Oh, okay. okay. Post the Jacks. Yeah, post Jacks. I feel like we need, it's been brought up, Carrie's been brought up a few times. I feel like we need to talk about this quote unquote Carrie, Justin, Max love triangle that has been being talked. Carrie did a 48 or whatever minute video. Exactly 48. <laughs> I, I hope you poor souls didn't watch that. Entirely. I watched it. And then I watched part of it and I fell asleep. And then I watched um, Max's sort of response live video. Yeah. So the story is being built for me. I'm sort of understanding what's going on, but I'm dying to hear your perspective. Yeah, I mean, uh, absolutely. Um, so I guess it starts... You guys see a little bit of our connection in the house. There's a little more... Uh, like uh explored than what was portrayed on tv yeah. um and then leaving the uh filming and leaving the house and going to the hotel after filming um like i spent the last night with max but then the day after um carrie got transferred into my room she has to be transferred into my room <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, funny, That's right? So bold, very clinical. Yes. Like she was transferred into my room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like <laughs> we it, the whole hotel situation. They just like give you cards. It's very like no, I, I didn't like pick a hotel room, you know. Right. Um. So, anyways, yeah. So she gets transferred transferred into my room, and at this point, like I had, uh, you know, I already had a discussion with Max. We were pretty much on like uh like a you know we we're not seeing each other anymore like it was like a breakup talk like basically like i know we weren't dating in real life we weren't boyfriends but it was essentially like a breakup talk and, and just like a tough discussion in general right yeah. um 
but yeah so the day after uh carrie got transferred into my room and then of course like we had a connection in the house so we were familiar with each other um so yeah and then we kind of just like kept that going in the real world uh for a little bit just like i would see her at like parties and stuff with the rest of the cast members and we'd like make out and stuff um but nothing like too serious like we, we were never like serious at all Do you, you know have it was just, romantic feelings for her or was it just physical uh it was mostly physical i would say mostly physical uh at the, at the time um but yeah it, it just kind of like it was just kind of like this physical thing and then um once it started like ugh, once it started like becoming like a thing with like max and carrie and me just like he said she said like every conversation i'll have with max you know, it would get brought up by Carrie. And then like every conversation I would have with Carrie, it would get brought up by Max. And it was just like this awful time. So I was just like really getting like turned off from even like pursuing anything with Carrie at that point um, for a while. So I kind of just like pumped the brakes. Max and Carrie really love the drama. Like really get into it. Yeah, no, they do. They do. They they like to get into it. It's not uh, super fun for me to watch, but was it always them fighting over you? Because did they ever have a connection? Because I know they were matches. No, not really. Um, as you can imagine, like, Max, I wouldn't even say, like, dislike Carrie. Max hated Carrie, uh, <laughs> like, the entire time that we were together in the house, right? So he would, yeah, like, legit, like, hated Carrie. Um, it was only when I, like... Like, I didn't even like her. Yeah, that that, that that statement alone is like such an understatement. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, so one day he was just like being really mean to Carrie, and I was like baking a cake or something. I was just like over You're it. You're making a strawberry cake. Yeah, <laughs> I was baking a strawberry cake, and I was just like over it. So I like kind of just like yell at Max. I'm like, you know, just basically like get your shit together. Um, you know, don't, don't like tarnish what we had. Don't like make it ugly, you know, and, um, you know, just like be better basically. And, and that, that conversation with him kind of like struck him to like go talk to Carrie, which is when that whole spiel started. Of them realizing that they were a perfect match. Yeah. Or of Max realizing it. And then later on Carrie. Yeah. And you had already done some stuff with Carrie at that point. Yes. Yeah, but it's we didn't like have sex or anything. <laughs> what did you? Just kidding. <laughs> Everything but. Um, I want to ask you about Amber for a minute. Um, yeah. So because we we saw you know you you had this like this flirtation with her for a lot of the season, and I guess we saw one boom boom room, but apparently someone else might have been there as well that we didn't see on three. So that was okay. You want to talk about that 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 experience? Yeah, that no, was great. Um, yeah, no, it was so you know she's just she's just filling out her suitors, right? It's either me or Remy, so of course that's who had to come to the party. <laughs> that's what you have to do. See, that's what you have to do, and I, it's kind of really sad that they cut it out because it was like a great just like bonding time, I guess, between like Remy and I. We were just like, we're not, we've never been like romantically interested in each other or like yeah. sexually interested. So it was more like, we said just, like I, well, we call it like a V-sum is like more or less what it was, you know, oh. just like two ends towards one direction, you know, just yeah. like oh, got it. Amber was basically getting all the attention. <laughs> uh, so, okay. 
That's incredible though. I love this system of like, I don't know which guy to pick. So obviously I have to fuck both of them at the same time. <laughs> I am obsessed with Amber. Oh. She's like, oh, you guys got it. And I was just, I was just like, yeah, we're going to go in the boomer room right now. And I'm going to do both of you. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, no, Amber, <laughs> Amber is really sweet. She's really nice. Um, she also, we didn't have sex. Turns out, what? no one had sex. Yeah, not penetrative sex, rather. I should, I should okay, so never that. the entire time. Right, right. And uh, she would, she would stand by that. She would be horrified if she heard me just like sit here and insinuate that she. Yeah, she uh, you know. That's sweet of you. That's that's we're gonna terrifying. we're gonna have her on next week so she can tell her side of the story. <laughs> yeah. right, okay, perfect. Does Justin know where the clitoris is? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Okay, no, just enough. Um, <laughs> Justin, no. Oh, I want to go back to Carrie and Max. So, um, after the whole, so did you know? It seems like Carrie like thinks that she and Max like should be together. Like in her video, she said that Max is her perfect match, not only in the house but in the world. The whole world. In the whole world, no one is better suited for her. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she did say that. <laughs> is Carrie psychotic? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, Carrie is really intense. She's always been intense. Uh, I, I find it, like, really funny when she is, which is why, like, I, I like her. Um, but, yeah, she could definitely go off on, like, these, uh, these tangents that she just, like, rides on, and she could hold on to, like, an idea pretty hard and just, like, you know jam with it for as long as she can uh yeah uh she definitely said those things though i i mean it's pretty obvious that like max isn't about it and hasn't really been about it at all you know uh which is unfortunate in her case uh because she's been actually like trying to pursue that um but yeah i guess that's all i have to say you can follow about that? Yeah. I want to ask about the relationship with Max a little bit. Yeah, no, that's okay. Okay. So, yeah, so, I mean, we talked to Max, and, it, you know, it seemed, and from the show and, in, you know, in person, it seemed like, you know, you were the first person you really fell in love with, the first guy you really fell in love with, right? And I know you probably knew that because you talked about it. I want to know, like, how much of those feelings, like, were reciprocated on your side? Like, were you really in deep with him, or were you, did you always have one foot out the rest of the time, knowing, like, there's other people in the house that you might want to have a connection with? Well, I mean, I was, uh, towards the beginning of our relationship, obviously I was like trying to pursue other people in the house. I made that very clear. You even see a conversation of it, uh, actually on uh video, but, uh, as I think after the Asia thing and, um, it, it wasn't just Asia, by the way, I was also like pursuing Jenna. So like Max is like going through it. <laughs> yeah, no, Jenna is actually super awesome. We were really connecting. And I, I'm really sad that like none of our conversations or anything. Cause she was like, honestly, she was probably a bigger part than Asia was. Oh. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so it was those two people. Uh, so I, you know, I, I, I definitely put Max through the ringer uh, when it comes to like his emotional responses, unfortunately. And after the whole Asia thing is like when I actually uh, had a shift in my uh, behavior and just my mentality regarding Max and our relationship. That was like the main point because I I was hurting him and I can see him hurt, you know, and that's something that I haven't really had to deal with before. You know, usually I just cut off things with 
exes and then you know you never see them again or you know you don't have to see them go through it but being in this house and seeing max go through these emotions that i'm causing it and you know it was just it was definitely a shift in my behavior and then i started to think of uh on my relationship with max in a very different light so sweet that was when you were saying that you care more about his feelings than your desires yes exactly and that was basically the way it stayed until you realized you weren't a match anymore right yeah kind of but i mean like it it, the edit looks like we cut it off cold but like we totally didn't we hung out all the time after that you could still like see clips of us like right next to each other or like hugging or whatever but, yeah we we That's continued huh did you still sleep next to him after you broke up no not after we broke up uh there was like this weird time where we were both like kind of interested in carrie so we'd sleep like in a cuddle puddle <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I just wanted to stay away from like interacting closely on camera, more or less, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, no, we we still totally like hung out all the time and like <laughs> watched the sunsets together and stuff. Like it wasn't as uh, clean cut as it would seem. Yeah. So then when you guys were, so I know you guys sort of stopped talking after that night in the hotel room, right? According to Max um like after. Stop, stop talking in like a romantic sense but like we okay, but you kept talking well i mean we we talked we spoke every day like i would text them or facetime them like every day oh <laughs> you made it sound like you if i'm remembering it correctly i did watch it only a few hours ago um but yeah he made it sound like you guys sort of like weren't really on good terms and then kind of like came back to being on good terms sort of during like all the jacks craze to kind of like I, I would say that we were in our romantic terms and then we started being more romantic when the jacks started coming back you know uh, and that i can definitely agree with and i think that's what he was uh probably trying to was it like about. the energy of that like everyone just like loving you guys as a couple you're like oh yeah this is like hot and fun like well it's that and it's also this strange effect that um you know you're seeing yourself fall in love and it, it kind of has this weird thing of like re like reigniting those emotions in you yeah. and it's it's the craziest thing and obviously i can't uh quite put it into words and uh, unfortunately like you guys uh probably won't be able to get the full understanding but if you ask any of the cast members i'm sure they would agree uh you'd have things that were squashed right and you'd watch the episode and people would like get angry again and actually like get mad or like you know you see yourself fall in love and you know you feel those feelings again and they kind of like reignite yeah god that's always going to be there as that time capsule if you ever want to watch yourself fall in love again and you can just turn it back <laughs> yeah i mean exactly which is the amazing thing about uh my relationship with max um it's it's there it's out there for the entire world for forever you know and we we talked about that in the house and we just really like it still i i like it like i'll never regret that i'll never regret having my entire um uh, interactions with max completely documented yeah so do you think that it's definitely over uh for now we're definitely you know uh can't like be romantic or anything we understand that there's like you know max isn't moving to new york i'm not moving to la anytime soon um 
but yeah, unfortunately, that's just where we have to leave things for now. We're still really good friends. And we still really care about each other. Yeah, that's really that's good, good to hear because we're getting a little upset watching those Twitter <laughs> wars. Yeah, I mean, but like another thing, like Max and I like fought sometimes in the house and it was great because it just shows that we have like, we care about each other. We, there's passion there. And uh, we were always able to come back from that. And uh, now it's not any different. Do you have a question? No. Well, I was going to ask, so another thing that has sort of come out, I think today is just that apparently you had a boyfriend going into the show. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I had a boyfriend going into the show. Um, when I originally uh, started the casting process, uh, I didn't have a boyfriend. I was single, um, but it, it's a long process. So uh, while I was going through it, I became more romantic uh, with someone. Right. Uh, but as it came closer and closer, uh, it became more apparent that I may actually make it to finals and possibly even get picked up for the show. And it was always just kind of like this looming thing over our relationship. Um, but then like it came time for me to actually make the final decision. And um, unfortunately, I just weighing out all the options, like you should have seen these fucking pros and cons lists that I was pumping out. Uh, but I didn't want to miss this opportunity. I didn't want to um, not not just like the uh, money aspect, but like the flying to um, Hawaii and seeing everyone in the house and just like doing something that I may never have the opportunity to do again. Um, and of course, like it, it would help me out a lot in life. Uh, there's a lot of things that this show would, you know, help me out with. Um, so it was a hard decision, but I had to uh, tell him like, I'm going to go on this show. And uh, I understand if you uh, want to break up, I completely understand, you know. Um, but unfortunately, I just, I can't not take this opportunity. Um, and it, it, was a, it was a hard thing to do. But um, he didn't want to break up. Uh, at the time, I was like pretty, I had a lot of walls built up. So I thought that it wouldn't be uh, easy for me to fall in love. So I'm just like, yeah, if I if I don't fall in love, then you know we'll see. Uh, and he he was like content with that. Uh, he wanted to stay together and see how things were when I got back. Um, but I, I I told him that I'm I'm going into it with like you know whatever happens happens kind of mentality, um, and I'm not gonna like shy away too much. And he was cool with that. Uh, so then I went, and then. Um, Unfortunately, the show was not how I thought it would be. And um, it was just like a lot of things that I was going through with Max. I also like thought about, about this person back home. And uh, just like, like again, like what I talked about, um, like seeing Max go through the pain of like what I was causing him, it applied like on multiple different levels to all my exes, right? I, I have like this trail behind me of people that like I've, stop things with or abruptly broke up with or like wanted to do my own thing and didn't care like you know what it did for them and it, it was just that max symbolized this like 
basically all of them. Like he, I could see his emotions on his face and I saw theirs on their faces. And then like the entire time I'm there, I'm like thinking about this guy back home that I'm also doing this to. And it was just like this compounding effect that just like really affected me. So that's why you see me completely shift with Max is because he's this person that taught me how how like how much I hurt people and like what they have to deal with and it was just like this weird situation of uh, now I'm forced to be here with you during it and I get to see all of it um yeah so uh I definitely fell in love with Max on the show uh because of that and um it was it was weird because I started like getting closer and closer to this person um and you know I have this dark secret um but for the interest of the show and for the interest of like I obviously I couldn't tell him while we were filming uh so I told him on our last day together which was while we were in the hotel and it was one of the worst discussions I probably ever had to have in my life uh but I felt like it needed to happen and it needed to come from me um yeah so then uh I went back home after I uh left Max or after Max left me um went back home and uh tried to change things with uh my boyfriend but unfortunately um I I told him that like I fell in love on the show and uh it was just like too much um as you can imagine I don't blame him at all for anything but yeah, we broke up like probably uh, a couple weeks after the show was uh, done. Oh, thank you for sharing that with yeah. us. That was very hard. Yeah, I would have totally been sobbing the whole time if I was talking about that happening to me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're very composed. You're very sweet to open up about that. And it's no surprise why you're not interested in being in a relationship right now. Yeah, <laughs> you've been through a lot. A lot. Things, yeah. <laughs> um, I want to shift gears slightly. Um, I just want to talk about uh representation what this show did for that and especially like by representation because you know you said you're like right in the middle and i know that like you know a lot of bisexual people especially guys let's talk about guys for a minute like get a lot of like shit from the gay community like oh you're actually really gay and like or girls like are weirded out by it and i want to hear um about your experience with that coming out as bi and like leading up to the show and then how like the representation on the show you think like can affect change moving forward yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, as a bi, like, Remy and I talked about this all the time in the house, because we're, like, more or less, like, the most, like, actively, like, you can see us being bisexual males in, in terms of, like, who our relationships were with in the house. Um, so, yeah, we, we definitely bonded over this discussion in particular, because there's a, there's a type of duality when it comes to bisexuality. Um, so you have the girls who it's not exactly acceptance, their bisexuality. It's, it's more of like a fetishization, right? Mm. Where it's more, uh, okay. Like, oh yeah, guys love it. Super sweet, whatever. Uh, and then it's like the opposite thing for bisexual males, right? Where we're looked at as like these things that like are really just gay or using it as a stepping store. They don't really like girls or, you know, whatever. And then in that there is like um this kind of like stigma uh just about like relationships and you know every, like you're not gay enough for the gays and you're not straight enough for the straights yeah. and it's just like this unfortunate middle ground where everyone 
thinks that we should have it like easiest, right? Like you like everyone, blah, 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 but we actually are, you know, in a very difficult position because we're not fully, truly accepted within our own community. And then we're not accepted in the larger uh, heteronormative community either. So we're just playing these, uh, this middle ground that's just like kind of against us at, <laughs> at any turn, you know? Uh, and that's definitely why I was looking like they like a, another bisexual just so that they understand, you know. But yeah, find that like with with girls at least like they most of them like have to be bisexual to understand, like or or, or queer in some way as opposed to like a traditional like cisgendered straight girl. Uh, well, I mean, I, I think that the capacity for understanding uh, like in humans is pretty pretty good you know if you find just like a good person they they can't understand i i agree but it's just easier for like someone who is actually in those same shoes honestly um you know the, the same thing on the other side right like uh dating just uh gay uh cisgendered males it's like you know they always think that you're gonna like leave them for a girl or something and it's just or or they always like feel um and this is all obviously just from my, I don't want to generalize too much. This is all from just like my personal experience, but with guys that I've dated, they've needed a lot of reassurances that I wouldn't leave them for, you know, someone of the opposite gender. And that I've also had those discussions on the uh, other end where I have to like assure girls that I'm not going to leave them for a guy, you know? And it's just like, it's unfortunate because like, you know, whether you're in a homosexual relationship or a heterosexual relationship, you never have to make those assurances that like, well, I mean, you do, but like, you don't always have to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to leave you for a girl or like, I'm going to leave you for a guy just based off gender, you know, just based off like the fact that you're attracted to girls, you don't have to like constantly say like, I'm not going to leave you for a girl, you know. Right. Right. Cause I guess there's guy. always like this feeling that like, you, like if we were in a relationship and I was having this uh, pro problem, it would be like maybe this feeling of like, I wasn't enough for you or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and it's... It's so difficult to like. I would never want, want to make someone feel inadequate just by my existence, you know? Yeah. yeah. Cool. yeah. Do you feel like um, you've noticed, like, based on the social media response, that, like, I don't know, like, by positivity has increased? Like, have you, like, if people, like, reached out or said anything about their own experiences? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's probably one of the best parts about this entire experience is that we we do get to have those DMs where it's kids that have been kicked out and they're just asking you for advice or like kids struggling for sexuality or people that just feel more comfortable because they see themselves on the TV screen, you know. And that's why I loved our cast so much is that it's, it represents so many possible different people that we were just able to appeal to a large amount of uh you know, queer individuals or just just individuals in general who are going through a lot of the same problems. You know, we have uh, problems that aren't specifically um, related to our sexuality, you know. Um, I'm not going to say, but like we, we did and they were kind of like flushed out and they continue to be flushed out on social media. Uh, yeah, so it's just nice to be able to represent whoever needs to be represented. Yeah. Do you have a feeling of like how the show might have influenced you if you had grown up watching this oh, cast? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I still remember like I had a lot of just like a lot of like um, internal stuff when it, in regards to like my own sexuality. And if I had seen someone like myself, 
uh, I, didn't, I didn't come across like YouTubers until like I was late into my teens, but like just seeing guys that were like me um, on TV, it meant a lot. So seeing like being that person now, I know it means a lot because I, I know what it meant to me when I saw like YouTubers. So it, it's just like, it's a, it's a, it's a phenomenal cycle of just like helping and uh, the next generation and improving um you know just quality of life over over a period of time did you did you feel like while you were in the military you had to play up the straight side of yourself more or did you feel like you were generally was generally pretty okay to be open about uh so at first yes um when i was 18 19 20 uh yeah i was very scared you know i didn't want anyone to think that i like guys i was definitely like you know putting on super straight side uh, but I remember that there was this one officer and, uh, he was, um, you know, he was open and it was amazing watching him. Like, cause one thing's in the military that I really love is the like banter, like the locker room banter. Um, and I didn't want to lose that. I didn't want someone to like feel uncomfortable and for them to not interact in that way with me anymore. Uh, so seeing this officer who was open and he was in the locker rooms and he was like doing the banter and, and like, but like it was he was just himself and people were like, you know, saying like gay jokes or whatever, but it was, he would return them with like, you know, awesome jokes too. And it was just like awesome to see that. And that was when the moment like clicked, like I can have that too. I, I won't necessarily, I won't be excluded for being who I am. And yeah, I guess after that, it was like, I'm, I'm going to be me. <laughs> That's great. And now you're that person for someone else who just watched the show, which is exactly really like, I, I just, I love that. Amazing. Yeah. You guys are... Well, I have a kind of a dumb question, but you know, the fans <laughs> want to know. So you have your world famous line. I love holes. Um, <laughs> I know that, you know, since you've had a little time away from the show, time to reflect on that line um, I just wonder if maybe you want to, like, if you, if you had an, something else that you would have said in that context. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have told me that, like, that's, if you would have told me that that statement, that something that I said when I was, like, super nervous and I didn't know what to say, would follow me to this <laughs> point and like lead to so many like callbacks in the show itself. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm actually shocked. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, when Max said it, when we were fighting and then like, like when the, are you the one Twitter is like making whole jokes on you? Like, <laughs> honestly, I, I, I love it. Like, it's great. I fully embrace it. I, I wouldn't change it for the world. It's definitely one of the most uh, memorable lines from the entire season. And I still get people uh, text me with it. So, you know. Yes, you don't regret it. You wouldn't change it. That's great. Absolutely. Looking back, absolutely not. There's very few things in that house that I would change at all. It was just a wonderful experience uh, with very little regrets. Is there like a top moment of your entire time there? I know you probably have a million a great top experiences. Moment. Oh, we don't want to get into that. We... <laughs> all right, fine. Do you want to go there? Because I, I was going to be clean about it. But no. We've talked about who's the top with everyone it's true but max all right fine. Justin is so like dignified like you really are really like we take you serious. well okay fine i'm gonna switch gears then thank you so 
Um, so yeah, Max said that because there were no douches in the house, he was really uncomfortable bottoming. Um, <laughs> that's he said it on our podcast. This, is, this isn't this is new information for anyone. I'm not being scandalous here. So right. I, thought, uh, I mean, I don't know. I want to ask you if like you ever got to reverse the roles at in the hotel after maybe, or or if that impacted your relationship at all, like while you were in the house. Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm, um, uh, definitely like a verse top. I'm very, um, That's aggressive. Cool. So you're a verse I, top. You're a verse top? I'm a verse top. Okay. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty common knowledge now. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I definitely, <laughs> it was hilarious, right? Because uh, seeing Max and interacting with him for the first time before we even went to the Boom Boom Room, I was like, sweet, this is like going to be a piece of cake. And then we got in there and he like lets me know like what the deal is. And I was just like, okay, wow, <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet. We can still do this because of who, who I am. Um, yeah, but at that first time I was just like so aggressive. He was so not used to it. I'm definitely not what he typically goes for at all. And it was just like uh hilarious to like have that dynamic. But uh no, we didn't have uh any problems really. Wait, when you say you were so aggressive he wasn't used like what do you mean by that? You don't have to get too crazy, but I'm just curious. I just caught him off guard, I guess. Gotcha. Okay. We could we could read into that. I've want. been in that situation before. <laughs> what, what, uh, what was yours? I, I think if, I, if we're talking about the right thing, it's like um, you know, it's like, hey, I'm gonna stick it there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's no, it's not that. I don't know. It's the wrong hole, <laughs> and it's the wrong hole. Well, they're not the wrong hole can not happen. Wrong hole. Can't happen with. But your last question, uh, was there was there anything in the house that I wish they had shown like memorable moments? Yeah, uh, Amber's, Amber's panty party was absolutely phenomenal. I had to keep wow, on Amber's panty party. Oh, you guys haven't heard about Amber's panty party? No. Oh, time. Invite to Amber's panty party. <laughs> Amber, we're gonna ask Amber next week. Why would you give the invite to her panty party? No, it was, it was literally, well, Amber was, like, responsible for, like, any games or, like, any parties. She would, she's, like, a really, like, she likes to get stuff going, right? So, she, she wanted to do a panty party, um, and it was all, like, a ploy to, like, get me to cheat on Max or something like that. Oh, I get it. Right, right. So, uh, it was single-handedly the most amazing party experience I've ever been to in my life everyone just got in like really sexy lingerie and it was just like I had to keep on looking around to make sure that I wasn't dead and this was heaven and I, <laughs> I haven't had to do that at all in my life before so it was just absolutely amazing uh everyone wore lingerie like men women it was all lingerie not just underwear it was well I mean more or less like uh the people who identified as male definitely wore like boxers and stuff but like, you know, otherwise it was great. Wait, were we shown this? Is this, is this, was this in the last, okay, it wasn't shown at all, but you know in the uh, last episode where you like pick Amber up and she, and then you guys like go to the couch and she's just wearing like a thong, was that part of the panty party? Uh, it wasn't part of the panty party. 
it may have been just like some um, Amber has like tons of sexy underwear so I can't even recall if that's the underwear that she wore <laughs> we had a whole discussion about like whether or not that was like an intentional outfit that she was wearing or like she was just like in her pajamas uh um, no I think it was it was intentional uh like the girls are just like casually just like in these awesome outfits like at all times like if, if an outfit <laughs> if you remember like uh the episode where jenna uh is like going to the bathroom and kai's like hooking up with jasmine or something and Paige like stops her and has like this whole like you know moment Paige is just like casually wearing this super sexy like her nipples have to be blurred out on camera like yeah. outfit right and it's like <laughs> and that's just how like the girls usually wore just like walk around in their underwear and stuff yeah we were insanely comfortable with each other it was also pretty hot. There was yeah, and it was also air. very hot and no central air conditioning or anything. Uh, speaking of outfits, I think you mentioned, I think you mentioned or someone mentioned that you were insecure about your fashion sense or something. Oh, you told or, me that personally, and now we're airing your tea. Yeah, no. uh, yeah everyone uh, came like their best. I, I should have like thought that I was going to the schoolhouse and obviously I had to step up my... Uh, game but i was just like fresh out of the military like it's just like, a bunch of like this straight boy fancy dresses <laughs> you know just like slacks and and a collared shirt and like a vest or you know suspenders or whatever so like every matchup ceremony everyone like looked great and they would all like compliment each other like damn whoa what's going on <laughs> oh, sweet and then i would like come in and they were like it's not even like they wouldn't say anything like they actively were like why are you wearing that oh my god are you actually gonna go out like that what are you wearing that belt with that shoe like what go change like literally like every matchup ceremony i'm just more like button down like that's yeah i just like i was just like a plain jane and they're like get out of your waiter go go <laughs> you know, service some tables <laughs> well, who gave you the most shit about those outfits it was either remy or brissette yeah. <laughs> all right let me get a guess uh, yeah, 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 I yeah. Mean... <laughs> so have you have you actively like afterwards did you go home and like buy all these like crazy outfits? yeah i burned my closet and uh, <laughs> yeah no i definitely bought a whole bunch of new clothes <laughs> they stained me into it well we don't want to take too much of your time we could literally talk to you for hours you are such a darling Should we ask this question yeah, yeah we're gonna yeah. continue but we just want to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ten minutes, let's say 10 minute warning -ish. 10 minute warning -ish. Um, so we got a a caller yeah so, so we got a live caller someone wrote, right it, wrote in it was Nat. oh Max is asking, okay. And he, he said, who closed out the boom boom? Is that a heated question? I don't know. He dropped this on his, on his uh, live, uh, but we did. We wore the very last ones in the boom boom room. Um, if you, you know, it, it was after the scene, it's the same night as the whole Amber's and Remy scene. Um, yeah, so I, I like clean up after that and I go to bed and I'm just like chilling in my own fucking bed because I'm not like gonna like go cuddle with anyone because uh, I'm not gonna like pull a Kai episode one or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, I just like literally just like sit in my own bed and then, uh, you know, it's this whole aspect of like me and Amber and who we are to like Max, you know, so there's like, ugh, 
a whole bunch of shit. And then, so I just like go in and I'm just like, you know, like in my bed and Max like reaches over on, on my bed and he's just like, I already know, I don't care, come cuddle with me. And I was like, Aww. okay. <laughs> and then uh, afterwards, uh, I was just like, well, you know, I'm like, I'm like ready. <laughs> You know, and uh, and he's like, sweet. <laughs> so then, like, we go run off to the boom boom room, and it was an amazing night, absolutely phenomenal. And uh, and that's it. And that's the day. Like, that was the last night that we were in the house, and everyone left the following morning. How fitting! How fitting! That's what about the boom boom room. That's yeah, so I mean, yeah, sweet. That was I love the it. Of the season, so. Do you guys still have any questions? How would you feel? Oh, did you have another one? Sorry. I have another dumb question, which is, um, which one of us would be your perfect match? Oh, my God. That's, if you not, that's not a fair question to ask. <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to make me pick. I can't. That's, not that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm Everyone gonna... even knows me, okay? He doesn't know what he's missing. <laughs> Just, you can DM us later and tell us who. Yeah. I've listened to you since the first episode. Come on. I, know, I think you might be our biggest fan. <laughs> I I really am. Like, yes. <laughs> I love it. Actually, your, your interaction yeah. with us inspired us to reach out more to other people. So yeah, the reason sure. why we have all these interviews and like we're so engaged with everyone in the cast is probably from you. So thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely like I tossed your podcast in the group chat so many times. I'm like, oh, oh these guys are talking about us. <laughs> I asked Kai if he listened and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> he said he heard clips. He said he didn't listen, but he heard clips. But Jenna knew and then and Amber obviously. Amber's been listening, yeah. yeah. So. Okay, you can DM us later and tell us who your perfect matches. Okay. Well, okay, so we wanted to know like if you'd feel comfortable doing a fuck Mary Kill, or if you want to go straight to maybe Dr. Frankie Awards, if you wanted to give out some Dr. Frankie Awards. Oh man, wow! Now I feel completely honored. Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go to fuck Mary Kill. Uh, I think I'll be totally okay with that. But let's do uh, PM couples, not individuals. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you want to actually? Come up with the fuck Mary Kill? Like, no, because that's like, the purpose. Why? We're all gonna do it, aren't we? No. Oh. Oh. I, I, I thought uh, just Justin. Oh. Was <laughs> oh, just Justin was gonna do well, it. Well, I don't know. I guess we could all do it. Do you have some in mind? <laughs> uh, I think that would actually get me in trouble. You guys have to pick. Yeah, okay. Justin. Oh, okay. So the whole perfect match couples. Yeah. Everybody. Just yeah. that's what you said. Okay, that makes I have sense. To try to remember all. The well, you have Max and Carrie, who obviously have to be one, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Max and Carrie. What about, like, Paige and Jenna? Yeah. 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 yeah that's and then uh, Amber and Rem. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's hard. That is hard. Well, that's difficult. Oh my god! Doing fuck Mary dump from the island. Not yeah, him. you're not killing anyone. Even though death is the. I don't know. He might want to kill. Team. You would love to look inside of them after they die. <laughs> we cannot allow that on this podcast. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. So I would uh fuck Amber and Remy because it, it'd be amazing. It'd be yeah. great. Well, you already kind of did, but not fully. So just be, <laughs> he's nodding. Isn't, isn't this so much fun with like someone who's like, you know, <laughs> very in the show? 
Uh, yeah, no, but uh, definitely Remy and Amber. Uh, I would. Timer just. Uh... Oh, come on. You know, <laughs> that's what fuck means, okay? <laughs> we don't need to be not for everyone. Uh, and then I would marry Paige and Jenna, oh. and kill. Oh, I would dump Max and Carrie. And I only say that because I like them both individually, but both of them together, especially now, is like really not fun. So <laughs> that makes sense. True, that's true. Yeah, that really also, really yeah, Paige and Jenna marry that. Yeah, that's yeah, it's a perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, probably <laughs> do the same of that list. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think probably our commentary is not going to be as interesting as Justin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We didn't do our own last week. Okay, yeah, so Dr. Frankie, Dr. Frankie are, we, are we having Justin award them to yeah. other people? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, all right, okay. full season, Dr. Frankie awards, let us remind you of what they are. They are best advice giver, mm-hmm. most like Dr. Frankie. Well, that's best advice giver. Oh, oh Haircut. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, best advice giver slash like therapist. Yeah. Mm. Um, most growth, yes. Oh. Um, most similar to Dr. Frankie haircut and most, most, toned, most toned arms. Toned arms, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so from the entire season, obviously, Basit would get the uh, get the advice one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you know, congrats, Basit. Um, <laughs> the hair most similar to Dr. Frankie would obviously be Kai. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, most toned arms would definitely go to Brandon. His whole body is just like super toned. And I yeah. know how difficult it is for you to award that particular award to someone else. <laughs> you. I'm a I'm a giving person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. First off, mm. oh. yeah, right. <laughs> and then last but not least, uh, the final award would have to go to Jonathan in the house. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Just fashion from beginning to end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's true. (laughs) That was incredible. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What was that like in like for like watching him go through that? Was it like crazy? Were you like, who are you? Uh, yeah. No, after after you know you lose like a quarter of a million. We're talking about Jonathan, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Dope. After you lose like a quarter of a million dollars, I think you have to change. So. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that's that was true. true. I forgot yeah. So I mean, that that was like the big thing that like caused him to change. <laughs> but it it was efficient. Like it worked for the better man of the house, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. I know. I really don't want to let you go. Uh, what's your workout routine? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any? Now we're desperate. Yeah. What? What? You actually want to hear it? Okay. Yeah, sure. If you want to share your work. Uh, well, I alternate muscle groups. I work out uh, four days, and then I take one break day, and then I work out four days. So it's it's constantly rotating. Um, uh, my current workout is mostly chest focused. Um, so I'll have one day for inclines and one day for declines, both like a day apart in between leg day, and then the final day is like arms, shoulders, and legs yeah. as well. And then abs, abs and uh, calves every day. Of course. Every day. Got to keep it tight. Same for sure, yeah. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any concluding thoughts? Things that you never got to express anywhere else, either during the show, after the show, in Instagram Live, something you want the world to know about you, opinion you have? Uh, 
everything that you see on the show is uh, genuine. It's it's very genuine. It's coming uh, from from the heart, and uh, yeah, I think I think I can say that about mostly everyone on that show. But I can say it specifically about Max and I. That's great. It's a nice closing thought. Thank you so much for being here, and thanks everyone for listening. Uh, We're going to continue to have more people from the show on the Nosh, so definitely continue to engage with us. We're so excited to talk to everyone and just keep the ball rolling. Um, Follow us on Instagram at the Nosh Podcast and also on Twitter. Same. You can email us at the Nosh Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah. Bye. Cause you know that your friends are always there. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a gamer. <laughs> Wait, what do you play? Uh, yeah, I play like RPGs like uh, Skyrim and um, uh, Fallout. I play first-person shooters like um, Call of Duty, Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I play Minecraft. I play um, Stellaris. Yeah. Are you a PC gamer? Do you have any consoles? Oh yeah, I have uh, Xbox, and uh, I'm talking to you from like a shitty alien where I have to upgrade. But oh, gotcha, <laughs> Xbox man, I see.